Hi, I'm Harry. And I'm Simon. Together we sell all sorts of antiques and collectibles from our two auction houses in Windsor and in Devon. But where do the items come from? Join us as we chat about house clearances, our weird and wonderful finds, and interview others in the antiques and auction trade, and if we're honest, just about any other topic that happens to come to mind. Welcome back to The Gavel and the Gavel. It's me, Harry, and I am joined, but I will tell you in a minute uh, a little bit about his state of mind. I am joined by... Simon, I've got no, no tagline, no logo, no nothing. My comrade-in-arms, my business partner, my fellow auctioneer, is... I'm not, I'm not dead. ...is unhappy with about everything that's going on in his life at the moment. Uh, he's unhappy with the fact that we keep telling him he's got to stop fidgeting when he's recording these things. He's unhappy about the fact he can't write on the table while he's recording. Our producer Dave has suggested he records in a cupboard covered with a mattress or a duvet or something. And generally speaking, he's having a bit of a strop. But other than that, he's got a lot going on in life at the moment. But other than that, how has your week been? How about today? What have you been doing today? I've had a shocker, Harry. I've had an absolute <laughs> shocker, quite frankly. I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't no, laugh. I, seriously, I have had a shocker of a day. So, Joanna, our superstar in the office over the last couple of days, because we've had auctions and you've had auctions and we've been busy, booked me a fantastic diary today, starting at 930 with six appointments and then this podcast. So I was looking forward to today. Six appointments is a very good working day for an auctioneer. Six house calls, yeah, six house calls. Wow, that's great. Yeah, fantastic, you would think. <laughs> you would think. I have never, oh, I have, I mean, to say that I've never disappointed so many people so much in one day is, is no exaggeration I can tell you I mean the amount of brown oak and reproduction furniture I have do you know what I saw I saw today and the lady was um very blase said I'd like a thousand pound reserve on this a reproduction dining room table and chairs that converts into a quarter size snooker table. Oh, and they wanted a thousand pounds. And they wanted a thousand pounds. It had the most hideous ball and claw feet on it you have ever seen. And she said, Yeah, if we, I'll, I'll just put a thousand pound reserve on it. No, just no. We basically, after a little negotiation, decided the best thing she could do, because it has a slate bed and weighs a ton, is sell it as part of the house and give it away. <laughs> that was my advice. You can forget your £1,000 reserve, sell it with the house. And then it turned out, she went, it's funny you say that, because it was actually left in the house when we bought it. <laughs> oh, funny that, isn't it? You want a £1,000 reserve? Oh, and then the best bit... Oh, OK. No, All right. I, I'm not going to get a word in. Go on. I'm not finished yet. This is the most cathartic podcast ever. This is basically Simon getting it all off his chest. Actually pointing at the microphone now as if it's a person. <laughs> staring at it <clears throat> intensely. So i tell you what I did find today. I met a lovely lady, 90 years old, mm. um, in one of those residential sheltered houses. She moved from a five-bedroom house... Right. And she asked 
me to come and look at a canteen of cutlery and Joanna booked me in. So I've seen the canteen of cutlery and she said, oh, you, you do jewellery as well? And I said, yes, yes, we do. She said, um, would you like to have a look at a couple of rings that I'm, I, I, I'd like to sell? I said, of course, yeah, no problem, I've got time. She bought out the most amazing old mine cut diamond set in platinum over two carats and basically flawless. How beautiful. She said, how much? And I said, I need to do a bit of work, but I'm already at four to 6,000. It was unbelievable. The setting meant that you could see through the setting and see the diamond mounted like a work of art. It's amazing. And the most amazing color. Then she said, or I could just get it resized and wear it. Pardon? <laughs> what now? Yeah, the problem is, is it's too big. And then she said, oh, but no, but, but no, but you, you know, for that sort of money, you can sell it. I started doing the paperwork, Harry. And then she went, but then again, I don't really need the money. I was like, oh my God. Oh, oh, please, no, please. And I said, look, Mrs. Let's call her Doodah. Mrs. Doodah. I need to know that you're comfortable. I don't want to take this anywhere if you're not comfortable. No, no, no. She said, sell it, sell it. Just, you know, sell it. You know, I've got no family. I'm, I'm, everything is being left to charity. And she said, but then again, I could I could wear it to bowls, couldn't I? I said, oh, oh, God. Oh, you're killing me. You're absolutely killing me. And I had that ring at least three times in my hand. And three times I gave it back to her. And on the third time, it didn't come back for a fourth. Oh, this is the auctioneer's worst day that you've... We've talked about it before, I think, that you're you're sat there and you think you've... Ah, oh, that's fantastic. And for us, this is how we have our living, having nice things to sell. Um, so, yeah, that, I can imagine that's not gone down well. Oh, man, I'm sorry. No, no, no. But you know what I mean? And Harry, I know you're the same. On the third time of her toing and froing, I had to say, Mrs. Duda... I'm not taking this now. Oh, are you, are you not? So, no, 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 because you're not ready. You're not, no, no, you're not, you're ready not in the right headspace. All that's going to happen is I'm going to take it back to the auction house, do a load of work with it, do a load of photos. You're going to have a little panic attack and I'm going to have to bring it back. So I'd rather you call me when you're ready rather than, yes, she said, yes, I think that's a good idea. And then I wanted to punch myself in the face. I, mate, I am so sorry. I, I mean, we've had a, we've had a lovely day. Oh, I'm delighted. <laughs> Two carat. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, we've got, um, we've taken in some amazing things today. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, we took in, we, do you know what it's interesting me at the moment? Is the variety mm -hmm. of uh, things that we're seeing. So we had an original Bucati framed uh, poster to be coming up for auction in November uh, it'll be somewhere in the region of two, two and a half thousand pounds. Oh, lovely. I mean, the subject matter is not to everybody's taste, but we had an oil on canvas, which is um, a horse-drawn wagon. But this canvas is two foot nine by four foot two. It's by the celebrated artist Samuel Joseph Clark. And that came out of a house. It was leaning against the wall on a house on a big estate near us. Um, so that was delivered. We organised for that to be delivered today. That's, I don't know, two to four thousand pounds on a bad day, um, which was great fun. But I tell you what I did get today. 
which has really interested me. And I'm trying to pep you up because we obviously we're the same firm. And I'm going to say this horribly wrong, but this is a um, a catalogue. The name is Sadequine or Sadequine, S-A-D-E-Q-U-A-I-N, The Holy Sinner, Karachi. There's only 1,200 of this book. It's in a slipcase and it was published to a company, a retrospective held in 2002, 2003, something like that. Um, and there was a 200 non-calligraphic works of this uh, artist. And so, yeah, that came in. So that book... Uh, arrived today. I think the last one was seen at Bonham's about three years ago. Right. So that's um, 1,500, 2,000 pounds. Oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. The illustrations in this uh, catalogue are unbelievable. The the whole exhibition is reflecting the artists, um, as they say, the existential preoccupation with human suffering Ooh. underpinned by his famous notion of mystic figuration. I'm reading that last bit out because uh, it's the best way of describing it. And that is an amazing thing. But it's the variety of things that are coming through the door at the moment. I haven't been at the office today, as you know. Uh, sadly, this morning we were saying goodbye to a gentleman, a, a dealer, a famous dealer who sadly passed away. So I was at a funeral first thing this morning. And I've been out on the road like you today. I've only had two appointments, primarily because um, they were all in the middle of very large pieces of land. And I will tell you something that was very funny, which uh, I, when we were chatting before recording, I didn't want to fess up to. But I will to cheer you up. So one of my appointments was in, in Parkland and a private park on the Crown Estate. So I drive in and I've only been to this location once. And I've got the client, two clients, potential buyers for something in two cars behind me. And I'm and Simon will attest to this, everybody. I've got no sense of direction whatsoever. <laughs> True. If it wasn't for the Waze app, I actually wouldn't be able to get home from the office, I don't think. Any case, so I pile off in my little car driving through the uh, Great Park in the full knowledge that it's somewhere over there and left. <laughs> Twice I took the wrong turning and had to turn my little convoy round in order to find the location we were finding. <laughs> I bet oh, they loved you. Oh, my life. I was, well, fortunately, the individuals involved have got a cracking sense of humour, it turns out. But, oh, my life, I was just like, oh, this is awful. This is awful. And there's no other way of just, you just got to pull over and turn around, haven't you? You just say, I'm really sorry. Eventually found the location and sorted it all out. But nothing's got any signposts on it. So that was it. That It was just horrific. And, the, you know, you're trying to do, act professional. I was just like, I'm lost in the middle of a load of parkland. This is horrific. One um, of the advantages of um, operating in this area, I suppose, is it's so beautiful. But beauty had gone to a sort of slightly sweaty mess as I couldn't work out where the hell I was. <laughs> but yeah, so um, we've had a, yeah, we've had a, we've had a busy week. But that busy week started, did it not, with auctions yes. last Friday, yeah. last Saturday, and then at Windsor, and then because Windsor had decided to put, we'd put on a furniture auction as well as an antiques and collectible sale, which we often do just for just to um, keep the calendar full and to stress the two of us out, isn't it? Oh, and yeah. then we jumped to our cars and all decamped to Dorset and Devon and went and did it at your place. So we thought we would just highlight uh, a few of the lots because people like that. 
uh, that came up. The first one I wanted to highlight, and the gentleman was in the room, and it was a busy, busy room at Windsor, I think you'll attest. Well, in yes, fact, it was. In fact, not only was it a busy room, but online was oh. absolutely. We had over 500 registered bidders. Way over, yeah. Way, way, way over 500, which is a lot of people lot. registered to bid on, on our lot. Um, as well as the people in the room and all the rest of it. It turns out that that many individual buyers does come with a few challenges. <laughs> so that's interesting. So we'll be uh, we'll be detailing that. Um, uh, we've got, uh, towards Christmas, we've got the amusing anecdotes from the uh, the right to reply from people who work with Simon and I. Uh, hope, hopefully we're going to record that. And I think there are some anecdotes from this week at Windsor that we'll be put into that. Any case, so lot 665 was an action man. Oh, yes. Oh, there's nothing nothing we love more than an action man. Right, well, we love this one. So the gentleman who owned this is in the, uh, what do you want to call it, the room? Uh, audience, I was going to say. It's not an audience. In the room, says more about my ego. Um, and um, and it, he just had never played with this toy, had it? It was just no. sat in its box still with all its, it was amazing. It was amazing. And it was the uh, 17th, uh, 21st Lancers model, all the kit, blah, 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 blah. Um, and we knew it had some value, so we'd put it in at 80 to 120. I started the bidding, um, being a smart ass, um, and turned to Simon, who was doing the uh, computer entering that day and helping and uh, doing, you know, we co auction that way. And uh, I said something like 150 pounds. And it sold for, can you remember? Uh, seven? Yep, 700 pounds. And it went almost. It went to seven hundred almost immediately. Oh, and, and straight away on my screens, we asked for one hundred and fifty, and all of the auto bids kicked in simultaneously and fired the hammer straight up to seven hundred pounds. Unbelievable. Um, we then thought it was funny to crack a bat gag about this gentleman who I don't wish to age him, but was not. You know, we're not talking about somebody who was twenty. No, <laughs> we certainly are. Um, and, um, you know, how is it you didn't play with any of your toys? What I had forgotten, because I'm a twit, is that he had four other rare toys in the auction, none of which had been played with. Dinky toys and all sorts, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Lovely. Yeah. So funny. So funny. Um, and he had a very successful day at the sales. Um, it, just goes to, it just goes to show Christmas Day, unwrap your Christmas presents, look at them carefully and then put them into storage. <laughs> oh dear oh dear lot number 665 is the action man 17th and 21st lancers boxed figure and we're starting at 300 550 600 600 and we're looking for 650 action man at 600 pounds and we're looking for 650 i mean the child who didn't play with this deserves a medal We'll be handing them out later, sir. <laughs> 600 pounds is the bid. 650, 700 now. New bidder in at 700. At 700. Don't miss out online. We're at 700 pounds. We're looking for 750. Fair one. Selling at 700 pounds. Now, I thought at Windsor especially as well, it was so heartening to see furniture doing well again. 
Now, good antique furniture. Brown furniture, yep. as the media likes to call it. I'd rather refer to it as antique quality furniture, because that's what it is. But lot 13. That was a walnut burr centre table. Exactly. And you yeah, know yeah. what? And you know what? Five years ago, we'd be saying, oh, totally out of fashion, totally this, that and the other. Beautiful thing, but very much dark wood, very much yeah, Victorian, uh, on casters, something that in the past we have struggled with. And don't get me wrong, it didn't make life-changing sums by any stretch of the imagination, but compared to past years, it made £440 on the hammer, didn't it? It made a couple of pounds, yeah. It did and work. so pleasing to see. So Because these things have got to be kept alive. It's a beautiful... The workmanship, the craftsmanship that's gone into building that or making that is, is unbelievable. And so clearly people are starting to appreciate those bits of furniture again, which is so nice to see. And so nice to be on the rostrum when those items find a new home at a respectable, I say respectable, price. <laughs> uh, there was an incident at Lime Bay on Monday where uh, this particular auctioneer, myself, Harry, uh, threw a bit of a tantrum. At there the was a bit of a tantrum, that, <laughs> yeah. At the fact that things were not making... Um, money considering the amount of effort and work um we have been confessing on this podcast for a couple of episodes about the fact that mid-century furniture has been maybe the shine has come off the trend but i mean we had a coffee table uh lot 59 didn't we yes yeah which i think you highlighted to me earlier danish teak france and sons coffee table and this was in would you say lived in condition i mean i would say <laughs> it definitely in. needs it was, it was, it had definitely seen better days. It needs a bit of love from someone. Uh, and that made £340, which was, just goes to show, quality sells. Lot number 59 is the Danish Teak France and Sons coffee table model number FD503. 1958. Start the bidding at £150. Hundred and fifty with bid. Oh shit! Hundred sixty. Ten ten commission. At two, three hundred, three twenty, forty, sixty. At three hundred and forty pounds, you sure, sir? Three hundred forty, three sixty. It would need to be. Thank you, sir. At three hundred and forty pounds online. Three forty. I have online. I'm looking for three sixty. Giving everybody time to uh, rethink and etc. But I'm selling at three hundred and forty pounds. Now, talk to me about lot 48, which was a five-foot mahogany and cane bed frame. Right. So the, the head and the foot are wooden framed with, uh, would you say, a cane lattice effect yeah. in the centre. There are two things about this lot. Sorry to cut across you there, Go on. but there are two things about this lot. Firstly, usually when we take beds out, they are 
uh, we take them out of houses and then we bring them back to base to the auction house, set them up, photograph them, and it's an absolute pig to do because etc. 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 Out of nowhere, one of our esteemed colleagues, uh, Graham, who we've mentioned before, I'm sure on the podcast, who's one of the team who helps clear all the houses, he remembered to photograph. I mean, prolifically, there's about 30 shots of this bed in situ, which I think went a long way to help with the sale because people could see it in an actual bedroom, not in a showroom feel, but in a bedroom and they could see how it would fit, how it would work in their own property. I do think that's worth, um, but that made far more than we were expecting. How much did it make? Well, the estimate was uh, 80 to 120 and it sold for £540. <laughs> Which is fantastic. Fantastic for the client. Fantastic that, again, a nice antique has been rescued. Uh, 48. It's a five-foot mahogany and cane bed frame. Start the bidding at £100. Yes, please. £100. Hundred pounds. Yeah, that's your. Yeah, that'd be my. Two hundred within. Two ten. Two twenty. Thirty. Sixty. Seventy. Eighty. Three hundred. Three twenty. Three forty. Three sixty. Three eighty. Four hundred. We're looking for at three hundred and eighty pounds. Four hundred. Four twenty. At four forty. Four sixty. At four hundred and sixty pounds and four hundred and eighty, we're looking for the bid is four hundred and sixty. Final few seconds online. Four eighty. Five hundred. Five twenty, we're looking for five hundred pounds is the bid. Five twenty, we're looking for at five hundred pounds. Therefore, no five twenty. Five forty. At five forty. At five hundred and forty pounds. Can't help but feel this is going to come up later. <laughs> On podcast, maybe. <laughs> At five hundred and forty pounds, fair warning to you all: we are selling. Make no mistake. What about Harry? You know I love my furniture. Absolutely love my furniture. But my word, stick walnut in the title. Yeah. And it is the wood of choice. It is the wood of choice. So lot 53, a walnut. Shall I make you laugh, dear listener? I will will make our listeners laugh. It's that I got sent a list of lots he was going to talk about so I could do my homework. The last three, right, (laughs) have not, were not on that list. So I'm having an absolute nightmare having to remember. And I've only sold, what what have we sold? 2,000 items. 2,000 lots. Yeah, 2,000 items. So this walnut escritoire, escritoire with fitted interior, and quite rightly, Harry, uh, in the description you have said as found. You're not kidding. I will not shame uh, the owners. They inherited a house, and this piece of furniture no. was in a lean-to conservatory with a broken roof, oh. uh, where water had come in. Um, oh. This piece of furniture was covered in mould and we rescued it because we, it was a really nice thing. We rescued it and we literally gave it a clean up. So we all we did was we wiped the white uh, mould off it. To say it has losses 
would be an understatement. I mean, it's got a a huge full front that opens up into a desk. It's got fabulous interior um, with drawers and all the rest of it. But there are bits of veneer missing. There are bits of cornicing missing. It has had a rough old life, hasn't it? It really, really has. But don't get me wrong, you still look at it and think, in its day, that was an amazing item and therefore deserves a chance at auction in the hope that someone will rescue this piece of furniture and return it to its former glory. And I would say, quite rightly, you estimated it at 120 to 150 pounds. Putting you on the spot again, what did it make, Harry? Uh, it made 900. <laughs> 900 pounds. Yeah, and everybody was happy. The buyer was happy. So this yes. is important. Yes, the, absolutely. The buyer was made up because they felt they'd done very well. Mm. And the vendor was happy because literally they had asked us to throw it into a skip. Really? Amazing. Yeah. When we and- went to collect two pieces of furniture, I had said to the boys, if you can get this thing out of this lean-to at the back, I w- we want it if the customer yeah. will let us have it. Yeah. And they, the chaps, the, our team had said, look, is it all right? And they went, yeah, of course, because they were literally throwing, you know, uh, lots of stuff away and into skips and all the rest of it um, mm. because it had reached the end of its, it really had reached. Yeah. And so everybody, I think everybody will be happy with the outcome of that one. Well, that's a, that, that's a good, that's a good barn fine story, isn't it? Right, lot 53 is the uh, Walnut Escritoire with fitted interiors and full front, as found. Start the bidding at £200. £320 is the bid. £320, £340 we're looking for. £320 we have on £340 we're off. £360, £380, £400. What a stunning piece of antique furniture. At £400 for £40. Where, where would I hold on one second? At 440, we're looking for 460. 460. Asking 460. Well done, Will. Well nice done, one. Will. 480, 500, 500, 550, 600 on Will's phone, 700, 800 online at 800, we're looking for 850. 800, I have. 900, we now have at 900, and we're looking for 950. 900 is the bid, 950 for this stunning piece of furniture. At 900 pounds, fair warning, and selling at 900. Finally at Windsor. And this was lovely to see, and we, you and I had a bit of fun with this, which always cheers up a day, um, and you frankly need cheering up at the moment. <laughs> um, as people will attest to at the beginning of the podcast, we had, um, and in fact, they weren't the only people who were newbies, pardon the expression, but we had quite a lot of people at Windsor who had never been to sales before. They've all seen Flog It, though. They, and they do mention that a lot. We've done our research. We've been watching episodes of Flog It. Yeah, we've watched Antiques Road Trip. We've watched Flog It. And here we are. Um, but I think, you know, whatever whatever gets people interested in what we do for a living and, and through the door, I'm all in, you know, whatever oh, the chance. 100%. Any case, this young lady on Saturday was interested in, let me have a look. It was lot 465. So I think we started at 380, didn't we? So we had 85 lots until her her ring that she was interested in. And... She'd come with a family member 
and she didn't sit down or <laughs> relax, did she? No, no. She was a jangly mess until her lot came up. And so we start the bidding, hand shoots up and off we go. And she buys it. It's not the, it's not an earth shatteringly expensive um, item, but it obviously meant something for her. Now, as I understand it, I have spoken to uh, my esteemed colleague, Sarah, who, as you know, Simon, chats to everybody, yeah, finds out right. about what makes them tick and all that sort of stuff. This, it turns out, was a birthday present to her from somebody who had left her her small amount of money. Oh, lovely. And she wanted to buy herself a piece of antique jewellery, which is exactly what she did. So how, how much fun is that? Any case, Simon and I, suffice to say, we don't do going, going, gone after every lot because we're trying to do 100 lots an hour. But I think the young lady in question got full beans, didn't she? Is that oh, phrase? yeah. yeah. Uh, she got the whole auction experience <laughs> um, as if she just bought a Chagall or a Renoir at Christie's. Um, and it was great fun. And I think, I am hoping, I got the impression in any case, we both did, that she had a lovely day. She was she was absolutely lovely, and from the rostrum, you can see someone who's nervous. You can see when it's their lot because the you know they get they get excited about and and it, yeah. And I think for a, for a lot of people, I remember the first time I ever been in an auction. It can be quite nervy, can't it? It can be quite yeah intimidating, and you're and you're bidding against other people in the room. She was absolutely brilliant, and the look of elation on her face at the, when she when the hammer went down and we took her number and it was hers you don't get that in john lewis you don't you really don't it's a buying experience when you come to auction houses and all auction houses not just ours it's a buying it's a whole buying experience and it is most definitely very different to any other i would suggest so but that was lovely we thought she was great i'm hoping she'll come back yeah, I'm hoping too. It was good fun, wasn't it? Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it was really brilliant. good fun. Really good fun. <laughs> Excuse me, on the stairs. Hello. If you stop waving that, you just nearly bought some coin. You nearly bought That's some okay. coins. It's, okay, it's but... fine. We're just trying to help you. You nearly went home with some banknotes rather than a rug. You're now going to sit on your hands for about three hours, aren't you? I'm sorry. <laughs> And then we had some nice lots down in Lyme on uh, Yeah, let's talk Monday. about that. Let's With talk some, about that. Yeah, we had some super pictures, didn't we? So um, a local artist, Alan Cotton, um, who does some wonderful paintings. I think I'm right in saying they're oil on canvas, but done with a palette knife. So you get that very heavy, thick oil on canvas raised from the canvas look um there's you know there's quite a lot of texture and dimension to them would you say they were good mm. as he's a local artist to, to us down there i felt quite bad that i didn't know of him but um lot 55 and 56 yeah um the it's it's a deceased estate but it was very clear that well certainly that the people that lived in this house had a cracking eye for just beautiful things, artwork, ceramics, and all the rest of it, uh, which clearly didn't translate to the next generation because they were not interested at all. Um, but they did make good money. I think lot 55, what was that? I think made sort of 800 pounds and lot 56 
I think made a thousand or eleven hundred, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So fabulous fun on the rostrum. We enjoyed those. Uh, lot number 55, Alan Cotton, British, born 1938, Rachel in Summer Meadows, all on canvas, start the bidding at £1,000. £1,000? £500 then? £500 we're bid, £550 we're looking for. £500 I have and I'm looking for £550. £500 I have and I'm looking for £550 and I'm selling. £550, £600, new bidders in. £600 we're bidding, £650 we're looking for, for the Alan Cotton. Rachel in Summer Meadows. I believe Rachel. £700 we're at now and we're looking for £750. And we believe Rachel is his daughter, actually. Oh, nice. I think so. £700 we're bidding, £750 we're looking for. We're at £800 and we're looking for £850. £800 looking for £850. £850. Looking for £900. At £850, looking for £900. But we're selling for £850. A lot of 56 is the uh, British Provence Spring Cherry Orchard, all on canvas by Alan Cotton. Signed lower right, and I'd like £800. £800, we're bid. At £800, and we're looking for £850. £800, we have. We're looking for £850 from elsewhere. But we're selling. 850, thank you madam. 900. 950, sure. 950 in the room. 1000 online. 1100. Would you like 1050, madam? Just to make it fair. Thank you very much. We are at 1000 pounds online and we're selling that way. And then, of course, we had lot 95, which was a bit of a stunner as well. Do you remember lot 95, Harry? Tell me what lot 95 is. Well, it was a little portrait in a gilt frame. And it was a portrait of a Victorian lady. But if I remember rightly, it was unsigned. So we couldn't attribute it in any way shape or form to an artist so it literally we knew it was a good thing um we knew it was a nice thing not to everybody's taste there was a little bit of bump on the back we still put it in at 100 to 200 pounds because it was a particularly nice thing what did that make harry he's putting me on my spot on the spot (laughs) um that closed at 340 (laughs) pounds Lot number 95, Continental School, framed portrait of a young woman, watercolour, inscriptions to reverse describe Elizabeth Edgerton, married 1783 to Charles Celadine. Start the bidding at £300. £300, please, David. £200, then. £200. £100 I have, and I'm off and running, and I'm looking for £110. £110 now. £120 on your phone, David. 130, 140, 150, 160, 170. Don't let Dave win, it's not his birthday. 160 I have on David's phone and I need 170. 170 right at the back. 180, David. 190, sir. Got 190. 200. 
220, 240, 260, 280, 300, 320, 340. It's, thank you. It's 320 I have to my left and I'm looking for 340 elsewhere. Giving everybody time to tap 340, 360. No. It's 340 right to the back of the room. 340 I have it. I'm looking for 360 and I'm selling for 340 pounds. That was quality though. That, and that's what was interesting. I tell you what else was interesting about both sales and um, Lime Bay had a, an, an outstanding sale is the sale rate. The yes. number of items at both houses mm -hmm. that are uh, selling to the fact that, um, I mean, you had a lot of items down at Lime Bay. We have a two day sale at Windsor, but at Lime Bay, one, we have, this is how um, supportive the, uh, the team at Windsor are of Lime Bay and like, and, and vice versa is that they, during the working day on the Monday, so look, Windsor is funct fully functioning and getting on and all the rest of it doing its own thing, but they have Lime Bay's auction on, on speakers around the building so that everybody can listen to the auction. Why they want to listen to Simon and I, Again. God alone knows, um, because they've just listened to us shouting numbers out for two days. Um, and they are listening to it. And they keep a tally of the lots that have passed, if yes. there are lots that have passed. And the sale rate was, was so good at Lime Bay. It was really interesting. But that just goes to show, at the moment, the world is in a rough old place. Mm. However, there is still a market, and this is something I think that we're all going to be trying to get across. There is still a market for good quality items. The world has not stopped. Unique, good quality, rare items are still in incredibly high demand. And that's what's quite kind of exciting about yours and my job specifically, the roles that we play, is it's our job to go and find these rare, unique, um, high quality items because we know that's what's going to sell and, and make the money for both our clients and for the auction houses. So it is it's borne out by the last two sales 100% because both catalogs were great potentially smaller than we've done in the past because they need to be of the best quality we can possibly find each month would you agree yeah there is we hold separate general sales uh in order to sell other items as we've discussed before so that things don't end up in landfill or be have to be thrown away when in fact they've got an intrinsic value but in our main antiques and collectible sale um maybe there is an argument less is more i have an amusing story to tell you which we can end on oh. and this will hopefully cheer you up so at windsor auctions we have two parallel warehouses one warehouse is used for sorting stock and the other warehouse is um a our sale room and on the sorting stock, when we're very busy, half of the warehouse, uh, which is used for sorting, is also used for show. So we have to show people, you know, items. But we build a barricade at the end on auction day to stop people trying to view things that have yet to be processed or are awaiting collection or whatever. And a member of the team who will remain nameless, I heard them saying to a client who said, but I want to, I, I found this and I'm interested in buying this, this particular buyer would say. 
And this person turned to them and said, the fact that you have to have had to climb over three tables, two chairs and a do not enter sign in order to get to that item, (laughs) I think should suggest to you that it's not available for sale currently. And they were desperately trying to be polite. And this person was going, but I can see it. And therefore, I need to be able to buy it. <laughs> well, and you've got to love their tenacity, if nothing absolutely, else. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so funny. And this member of staff's going, no, no. You have literally had to go over some sort of furniture assault course and passed a big do not enter sign <laughs> in order to get to that thing. Yes, I did do all of that. Well, OK, great. But that's. The do not enter is the main part of this conversation. It was very funny. It was very funny. Um, Listen, mate, I know that you've got a busy week uh, and weekend ahead of you. We are getting together next week um, to record um, several episodes of this. We've got uh, more interviews coming. More interviews, and I'm looking forward to those. We've got got a man off the telly who will remain nameless. Yeah. um, Although I do feel that Sharon set the bar quite high. Sharon has definitely set the bar high (laughs) and I think she is probably instrumental in this man off the telly going oh actually hang on a minute (laughs) I'll be doing that Um, so on that happy note I hope your day improves it will be fantastic you have five or six better appointments I will try not to lose my clients in on the road good idea and I'm sure we will find a lady who will give you a diamond ring mate Bless her. Do you know what? She was a lovely lady, bless her. And uh, sometimes it's just not meant to be. See you later, mate. Take care. Take care, buddy.